All right, this will be Andrea Stacy, Friendship Circle of Washington, in three, two, one. Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Making and having friends is just part of the human condition, and today we are going to talk with a group that is all about making friends, friends that might need a little push to get started. Joining me today from the Friendship Circle of Washington is the Development Manager, Andrea Stacy. Andrea, welcome. Thanks for coming today. Hi, Gary. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate I'm, it. I'm glad to have you here because I love friends. You know, people yeah. can't have too many friends. And, Absolutely. And, yeah, I just want to start off with some basics. But yeah, that might sound new to people, the Friendship Circle right. of Washington. So um, who doesn't like friends, right? Exactly, um, yeah. So this is a program that's to bring people together, mm-hmm. not just friends, but people with kids with special needs exactly, that might yep. need uh, some friends that's hard for them to get right. n- new friends and reach out. So um, we'll start there, right? The the clientele, I guess, the kids with special needs? Yeah, definitely. So we welcome children between the ages of 2 and 18 um, on all ends of the spectrum, any sort of special need. Um, and we have about, I would say, 564 families that we're serving right now. And this is in the Seattle area, King County, all of Washington. It's just Friendship Circle of Washington. Do you want to be a statewide organization, are you? We do want to be statewide eventually. Right now we're based in King County. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so. let's keep going here. You said all kinds of special needs, so uh, developmentally delayed, uh, emotional, I mean, physical disabilities. What are we talking about? Right, yeah. So we have some children who are nonverbal, who are wheelchair-bound, um, really who can barely move to we have children who are very functional. Um, You can have like just completely normal conversations and you would never really guess, but some sort of different learning disability. So yeah, we welcome really all children. And you're a nonprofit? We are, correct. And is it run by almost all volunteers? The people that are the friends, they're not, are they paid to be a friend? I mean, (laughs) that doesn't sound like it would work out. Right. They do it out of the goodness of their heart. Yeah. So we are, we have about 200 volunteers. Um, They're mostly middle schoolers and high schoolers. They come from about 44 different schools in the Seattle, King County area. Um, And these are just amazing teenagers who really want to give back and get involved in their community. Um, and a lot of them dedicate at least, I would say, 50 hours every, we have like two terms, so 50 hours every like four or five months. So they're really dedicated. They're there every week hanging out with their buddy. And yeah, we obviously couldn't do what we do without these teen volunteers. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's teenagers, awesome. Yeah. But that's really, I don't know, lifts my heart to hear Definitely. that there are teenagers, you know, they always had a bad reputation. When right. I was a, and if you can think back to long, so long ago when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. we had a bad <laughs> reputation. Uh yeah, so, uh, so the, now is this based on an existing model? Is uh, It is. Okay. So Friendship Circle is an international organization, and they're kind of based by state. So, like, there's a Friendship Circle of Michigan, Friendship Circle of, um, there's a big one in New Jersey. It originated in Michigan, so the Detroit Friendship Circle um, is amazing. They have their own campus. They're definitely goals for us. Uh, but, yeah, and every statewide organization kind of operates by themselves, but we do have a bigger network. Great. So yeah. we're talking the Friendship Circle, volunteers getting together to be friends with kids with special needs. Right. Um, let's go into the nuts and bolts of this. So how are these participants, I don't know, found and then lined up with each other? That's, you got two ends of this that have to work right, Yes, right? definitely. And then there must be that middle part that puts it together. Right, right. So we have found that our volunteers really network together and they tell their friends about it. They tell different people at their school about it. And that's, we really don't have to go out in the community and recruit very much. It's mostly through like word of mouth. 
from volunteer to volunteer. Um, and then we have a training, we call it MVP, and they go through this training, really just covers like how to work with children with special needs, different like methods you can use, different ways of just trying to like understand what they need and what they want and how to just best be their friend and hang out with them. Um, so they go through this short training and then they're a volunteer. So we have all these different programs that we can get into and then they basically choose which ones work best with their schedule. And we really try and match our volunteers with our children participants, like based on their personalities, based on if they're really active and they love sports, we try and meet, match them with a kid who also loves sports and running around. If they're more into art and coloring, we try and match them with a child participant who also loves that kind of thing. So when they hang out, it's really just like two friends just doing what they love to do. And through that, like conversation is really easy. Just time flies when they're just together doing something that they love. So, Is there a, um, this probably is a fact, but I, I have to ask it, mm-hmm. kind of a network of parents of kids with special needs that sort of all know each other there or they is. get together or at least, you know, maybe with the internet, at least know of each other. And is that how they find out about the Friendship Circle and, and programs like you run? I mean, yeah, definitely. Or, or do you go into the schools and, and tell administrators, hey, by the way, I don't know. Right. So one thing we found really helpful is we have a couple of behavioral specialists who come to our programs and they also work in the different school districts as behavioral specialists in classrooms, like specifically classrooms for children with special needs. So they're great advocates to spread the word about Friendship Circle. Um, they tell all the new families at the school, like, this resource is available for you, like outside of the school. So that's been a really awesome way to kind of spread the word to the special needs families. Um, and then it's great because at one of our biggest programs is called Sunday Circle. It's every other Sunday and it's two and a half hours, which gives the parents some amazing respite time. They can run their errands. They can go to the spa. They can just do things that they need to do um, when, you know, they're obviously usually so busy taking care of their children. But we found that a lot of the parents stay and hang out and talk to other parents and swap resources. So it's an amazing like support system for them as well while their kids are having a great time hanging out with their buddies. So some of that networking amongst yeah. people goes on in this Exactly. As well. yeah. yeah. And a lot of the families have become really good friends too, which is just so cool to see. Yeah. So, and then yeah. I guess that becomes a support network Definitely. for each other, those parents and those families. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, How about this? You mentioned that this might be a wide variety of disabilities. Mm -hmm. Um, How are they screened and vetted? I mean, you said that some kids match up and you mentioned activities they like to do, but how about the physicalness or the, like someone with autism is going to be very different than someone who was wheelchair bound or something? Yeah. So we have meetings with our volunteers before they're matched with the new buddy and with the behavioral specialist as well. And the specialist kind of goes through and says, okay, so Jeremy has autism. Um, This like our normal behaviors for him. This is what we do if he might like start pinching or, you know, different behaviors that are kind of typical. Um, So the volunteer is definitely vetted and we just make sure they're as confident as possible. But also like there's usually a bunch of staff members and specialists around. So if there is a question or, oh, what do I do in this sort of situation? There's always a staff member or specialist around who can lend a hand. And on the incoming for the child, Mm -hmm. I like how you call them buddies. Yeah. the parent and I don't know, does a doctor have to be involved that they're like this? This is his uh, 
weakness or this is their strength or they can't do this or they love to do this. I mean, that probably, is that going to be real specific, I guess? Yes. So we have an intake form process um, and it's very specific questions, just like you mentioned. Um, We ask all sorts of things um, and obviously we get like doctor's information if we should need that. And then we do have a meeting with all the families before they start with the programs just to meet them face to face and talk through what what their child is like face to face. So. And I didn't ask this. You said yeah. you're nonprofit, but is there a cost to administer this? Is there a charge for parents? I can't. There is. There's got to be some, <laughs> yeah. some some cost behind running all this. Right. So there's a small annual fee, and that just covers every program you want to participate in. So we do ask that families um, do that, but a ton of families apply for scholarships, and we are able to take care of it. Um, the DDA also provides a lot of funding. What's that? So, that um, was an initial. You oh, throw out an acronym, Actually, I'm blanking right now with the acronym. I think it's the Department. Department of Development Assistance. I could be wrong. I definitely am wrong. Oh, is that a state program? Because there's a it is a state a disability program. department in the state. Oh, well, never mind. Folks, <laughs> look it up. That's what the little yes. Google machine is for. You go crank exactly. that up. Okay, well, let's dig in, Andrea. We're talking with Andrea Stacy of the Friendship Circle of Washington. Some of the well, before I get to the what the maybe some of these programs. I guess I want to ask the why. Was there a a hole that somebody said? You know, we need one of those friendship circles here in in the Seattle area. Was I yeah. mean, was somebody was there an instigator of this that saw, hey, there's a need. Was it this maybe network of parents of special need kids or something? Right. I don't know. What so happened? <laughs> our director, our founder, um, his name is Elazar Bogomilski, um, and he has actually seven kids of himself. So he definitely understands what it's like to be a parent. And he did find that there was just a lack of resources. And really just like an inclusive network for children and teens with special needs in Seattle. There's some amazing programs um, that do help, but it's more like medical and more just like learning, but not as much offering just like the friendship and the support and welcoming people into like a really loving, happy family. So that's something that he saw as a need. And he also saw that there are so many really cool teenagers in Seattle who want to give back. They want opportunities to do it, but sometimes it's kind of hard to find those. Um, So he thought, let's match these two needs up and create Friendship Circle. Mm. Um, And he did see it like successful in different Friendship Circles around the country. And he thought, why not bring it to Seattle? Great. Yeah. And um, okay, so let's get into some of these particular things. Some of those programs, Mm -hmm. by the way, this is not like a mentoring academic program. This is like it says friendship. Right, right. right. Yeah, exactly. Very simple You're there to be premise friends. Right. And, and mission to this. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's get into some of those programs that the missions make friends. So, uh, home visits. I mean, go to the park. I mean, what, mm-hmm. meet up. What, what? Describe, I guess, some of these. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so Sunday Circle is the program oh, I mentioned we, earlier. Yeah. yeah. And so that's every other Sunday. And it's really cool because our volunteers come to pretty much every single one. So they really develop like a relationship and a bond because they're seeing their buddy multiple times a month. And at Sunday Circle, we have different rooms. So we have like an art room and you can go in there and color and we have different art projects each time. And then we have a Kung Fu master who comes and she really works with like movement and stretching. So that's an option for the buddies to go to. We have um, a yoga instructor sometimes who comes. We have a music specialist. We actually have two music specialists who are amazing. And they'll sit in a circle and play songs that everyone loves and everyone will sing together. Um, A lot of times we have therapy dogs come in and the kids will just hang out with the dogs. And then we also just have an outdoors area where everyone can hang out, play ball, just do your normal outside thing. So, 
Yeah, so it's about two and a half hours. Um, it's at the Mercer Island Community Center, ah. which is a great space for us. Yeah. Yeah, you were just mentioning this facility. I said, well, what facility? You got your own facility. Right. So you use a, a community center. We what do. A we run it out. perfect use of a community Absolutely. center. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And it's huge. There's a gym. It's a great space for us. But we do hope someday to be able to have our own sort of campus mm-hmm. and space. But right now, we absolutely love using that facility. Yeah. And so that sounds pretty cool. Every other Sunday, is that mm-hmm. what you said? And people, so you end up with all your, well, not all, but but so many of the volunteers and buddies right. come together. And the families, too, then. Yes. So but then, they could, if they want, a parent can leave their kid with the buddy yes. here. And so, there's, well, it sounds like a lot of leaders, then, uh, that are running these programs that yeah. have got some kind of curriculum going behind them that saying this is what we're going to do this week and next time we're going to do this. So right, it is right. a pr- structured program, not it just playtime. Yeah. Right, exactly. There are definitely structured options, but it is up to the buddies to be able to do whatever they want, whatever they're feeling. Um, and yeah, a lot of our specialists who come in have been with us for many years, so they really have it down pat. They know what they're doing. And it's so great that they just come in. They know exactly what they're doing. So we love it. Yeah. Wow, Sunday Circle. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And, and so how about, I mean, just the one-on, that's the big group setting. Mm-hmm. Is there a one-on-one time that a volunteer and, and his or her buddy can There have? is, yeah. So that would be our Friends at Home program. And we found that a lot of children and teens with special needs don't get to experience just the simple pleasure of having a friend over their house to hang out. And that's something at least I definitely took for granted growing up. It was so great. Just called my friend. Hey, want to come over? Want to watch a movie? Go to the park? Absolutely. So, yeah. Sounds so typical and normal. Right. But, but if someone with Down syndrome or autism or a, a, some other kind of special need doesn't yeah, get that opportunity, I exactly, guess. Even. Exactly. Um, so we, a lot of people meet through Sunday Circle and develop a great bond. And then they say, hey, this is great. I'm loving my buddy. Can we try and do like friends at home? And so our volunteers actually go to the house of their buddy and just hang out, do whatever they want to do. A lot of them, we have a couple of buddies who are super into baking. So every time the team goes over, they make a different, like amazing concoction. They send us pictures of it. It's so <laughs> cool to see. But yeah, and that also gives the parents some much needed respite time to do whatever they need to do around the house um, when they're not like constantly caregiving. Yeah, that's, and that that's a good thing to say, that little phrase, constantly caregiving. A yes. parent is constantly caregiving Absolutely. of a special needs kids. And just to have that other person that is in charge of little right. Billy or little Sally for an hour or two. Absolutely. What a stress reliever for that. Definitely. I guess I, I, I kind of wanted to ask this later, but I want to ask it now. Yeah. Um, what is the feedback from, <laughs> from parents and yeah. families about Friendship Circle? We've heard time and time again from parents that just the simple joy of seeing their child have a friend and just have a huge smile on their face and find joy is something that they find like really irreplaceable and it's something they've never really been able to find in other programs. Um, We've heard so many parents say all week, when is Sunday Circle? When is my buddy coming over? And it's just something they run out of the car and run into the community center. So we've heard just, it's just that joy that they see their child with friends just doing normal, typical things that most children take uh, or take for granted yeah. is, yeah, just an amazing feeling for a lot of our families. That's beautiful. I mean, yeah. that's that's the success story. I don't know if you can, I don't know, to, to you know, nonprofits have to account, you know, of their money to uh, supporters, and it's usually dollars and cents are spent right. this much was made. but. But your success is smiles. Yeah, I mean, friendship definitely. and warmth. <laughs> right. Uh, gosh, that's just wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we have found that 
as our team volunteers, you know, they see this happening in front of them. They go to their schools and like they spread this inclusion to their own schools. Um, so we found like even like bullying has gone down because you spread the message of people are different and people are beautiful. And that's great. So we found that it really just creates like a new generation of people dedicated to inclusion, dedicated to special needs awareness in our community. Oh. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, Friendship Circle of Washington. We haven't said this yet, but people can learn more online, whatever we leave out today, yes, right? You have a absolutely. website, right? And, it, and it's pretty easy. It's just um, Friendship Circle WA for Washington, Correct. right? Correct, yep. Spelled out friendshipcirclewa.org. .org, you yeah. got it, yeah. And there's ways to learn about including your child, right. being a volunteer yourself, absolutely. or other ways to support, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Other upcoming events. And, and there are sure. an upcoming. Let's talk about there that. Let's is. jump to that. Yes. So, so like we said, this does cost a little money, but you can offer scholarship and support right. by people donating and helping support it if they don't have the capacity to be a volunteer. Mm -hmm. So something fun yeah. is coming up, right? Something fun is coming yeah. up, definitely. So we are having our first annual, we're calling it FC Chopped Grill Edition, and it's at Gasworks Park. It's July 18th, um, and it's from 6 to 9, so you can just come over after work. And basically, we're having a grill-off competition. We have rounded up some self-proclaimed master grillers in <laughs> uh -huh. town. Yeah. We're not sure how good they actually are, but we'll see soon. Um, and so they will be doing kind of like a chop-style competition. Like the to, TV show Chop. Right. And so there's is Friendship Circle's Chop. Yes. Okay. So we're giving them kind of a mystery basket oh, of ingredients. No. Yeah. But to grill. To grill, so yes. we're outside at, we're outside at, at Gasworks, Gasworks Park. Yep. Okay. We have Grilling. the space, yeah, right in front of the skyline and the water. It's a beautiful space. This would be um, fun to watch if not participate yeah, exactly. in. Exactly. I mean, this would be really fun to just go and watch. Definitely. It's going to be very entertaining. Yeah. Um, and then we have an awesome panel of judges who will be there seeing if they have what they think they have. So we have Peter Coulter, who is actually the executive chef at Daniel's Broiler. Wow, So nice. he's a big meat guy. Yeah, he definitely knows his meats. Um, we have Claire Beverly, actually from 98.9 The Bull. Yeah, right the here. morning crew at The Bull. Yeah, yeah, Claire. yeah. yeah. We're so excited to have Claire, definitely. She's awesome. Um, and then we also have Jake Wittenberg from King 5 News. Yeah, so yeah. they're going to be judges. Right. And they'll have to tell these folks. Are these amateurs? Uh, Some of them actually... Are kind of pro cookers or... I think they're all home cookers, okay, but, and some of them are more amateur than others. But they don't work in restaurants <laughs> no. as a chef. No. Okay, so this will be kind of fun. Then, it will see. be fun. Yes, <laughs> so, very entertaining. Not necessarily total pressure on because you're not a you know a paid chef to make the best uh, steaks or whatever. What are exactly. they gonna, so they're going to grill. Anything. I guess you can picture I said steaks, but it might be ribs. It might be pork right. chop. It might be anything, huh? Yeah. So not to ruin the mystery, but yeah. I think we're going to do one round with some sort of steak and one round with some sort of really fun burger. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah. There'll be two rounds. And uh, so that's cool. Daniel's broiler mm -hmm. uh, to get him out there to, <laughs> to be a, a judge. Yeah, we're really excited. So he excited. can put pressure on. Right. I know. I would be nervous to cook for him. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. But, and so yeah. what else is going to be there? Because... Not just to watch the, the right. grilling. So in addition to the grilling, we're going to have a beer garden. We had some local breweries donate some kegs. We had Ghost Fish and Georgetown donated some kegs for a beer garden. So there's going to be some really tasty microbrews. Um, we also have a live DJ on scene. We're going to have some inflatables for the kids and the adults. Um, we have a big slide, one of those like jousting matches. Maybe after you've been to the beer garden, you want to go joust. So wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, uh, not jousting after. 
with real swords. Not Jousting real swords. <laughs> inflatable type yes. plastic. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. No, I wanted to make sure I didn't want to go or did want to go because, okay. <laughs> no one will be injured, and, and infl- in adult-sized inflatables, did you say? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so yeah. this is for the baby boomer who can't grow up exactly. to play like a kid. Yeah. Oh. Go down the slide together. Oh, Definitely. this is uh, Friendship Circle's Chopped Grill Edition. This sounds really fun. Uh, and let's say it again, Thursday, July 18th at Gasworks Park, 6 o'clock, probably till 9 o'clock, yeah. right after work, just stop by. That would exactly. be a great way to spend a cool evening. Definitely. Uh, uh, and this has its own website, right, to find it out does. more about this. And let's see, I'll get it right, fcchopped.com. FC, of course, Friendship Circle, fcchopped.com. And people can get tickets online mm-hmm. and, yeah. and end up showing up at the the grill edition of Friendship Circle Chop. That Absolutely. sounds really fun. Yeah, we would love to see as many people as possible. That would be great. Yeah, and it's to yeah. support the work the Friendship Circle of Washington does. We're talking with Andrea Stacy here today of the Friendship Circle of Washington. It's uh, It gives kids with disabilities and special needs friends in the, in the nearby community that mm-hmm. they wouldn't ordinarily have. And now I want to go to... Those volunteers, they're getting something out of it, too, I'm guessing, because this kind of, you said they go back to their schools. These are middle schoolers and high schoolers, typically. Right. You can start around the age of 12. Yeah. They spread the word, but because, I guess they'd spread the word because they're having fun, but it's not just fun for them or they're getting something out of it. I wonder if they can articulate (laughs) in feedback why that. They probably don't know they're getting leadership skills. Oh, or, for sure. I mean, tell me about that end of it, because this yeah. is like, like a in the word "circles" in your name. <laughs> this is kind of like a full circle it is, deal right. here that a you're seamless doing. Seamless circle, yeah, definitely. So it's really cool to learn feedback from our volunteers, and we've actually had a lot of volunteers tell us that they've privately been struggling with maybe anxiety or depression or different like mental health issues that a lot of high schoolers deal with. And they'll tell us that after they've been involved for Friendship Circle a while, it really puts things into perspective and helps them deal with it because they know they have a network and they know that they're not alone in what they're facing. Um, So we've found from a lot of different volunteers that it helps them really just as much as our other participants. And do they, let's stay on the volunteers because you Mm -hmm. probably, do you you need to grow more volunteers? I mean, are you always looking for more? What do you have more volunteers or kids who need a a buddy, a big buddy? Right. Right now we do have more volunteers, um, but we actually have a waiting list of about 17 families um, who are waiting for the sponsorship scholarship that we hope to welcome in the fall. Mm. So we will definitely need more volunteers as more families get on board. And as you recruit them, does that also Besides word of mouth, do you mm-hmm. go to schools? I mean, if you're trying to do this all in King County and want to spread, right. do you have to maybe yourself go to a school and say, hey, I want to talk to an administrator here and tell you what it's a great opportunity for someone who might yeah. need a friend themselves but can be the friend to somebody else? Right, definitely. That's something we really hope What's to do the pitch, in I the guess, future. Yeah. But right now, like I said, it's really word of mouth from volunteer to volunteer. And they'll even tell friends at different schools um, and say, it's, we've also found a really cool way for volunteers to hang out because they'll say, hey, I don't really get to see you that much. You're at a different school. But if we go to Sunday Circle together every other week, like this is an awesome chance to see each other, but also like get involved and serve our community. 
And like I said, our behavioral specialists are also awesome at spreading the words within their own school districts. But I think it would be awesome eventually to go out to further outside of King County and spread the word to other school districts for sure. Uh, well, yeah. I'll, maybe maybe you don't know the answer to this. I'm springing <laughs> this one. Do you have like a five-year plan, a 10-year plan for Friendship Circle? We do, definitely. Um, like I mentioned, getting our own campus would be ah, amazing. Yeah. And that is something that we really hope that we can fundraise for in the future. So, yeah, that would be a huge thing that we could have, definitely. The um, the dollars that it takes to do this, so people, if they can't be a volunteer, you right. know, maybe they're more than 21, or, you know, <laughs> I don't know what that screening is. Uh, the, mm-hmm. How old? I guess there must be a limit. Would you say 12-ish right. to start? 12-ish and then through high school. Okay, so, so we had some so graduating seniors. So not everybody seniors. can be a volunteer, right. but donate. Yes, absolutely. Are there other volunteer opportunities in the organization? Definitely. So we always need people for our different events throughout the year. Um, For FC Chopped, even in July, we need some people just helping at the door, helping in the beer garden, helping serve food. So if anyone's free July 18th and wants to volunteer, we definitely have some spots open for that. Um, But yeah, and then we have a walk in September, and that's a great chance to volunteer. We obviously need anything to do with a walk, volunteer opportunities. So yeah, we have different adult volunteers opportunities too. And the, uh, let me just say again, so online, two different things to talk about. Mm-hmm. One is the Chopped competition. Right. That's got its own website to learn more about, although I think the other one links. So fcchopped.com about the fun, really sounds fun event, the gr- <laughs> yeah. grilling chop uh, chopped event. And Friendship Circle itself, Friendship Circle WA, Friendship Circle WA. I don't know. Do you guys say WA? Or do you yeah, say, just okay. WA. <laughs> All right. FriendshipCircleWA.org. Yeah. Right. And it's got a variety of different places to search about what you guys do, why you do it, mm-hmm. and all the programs, your vision and your goals Absolutely. Of, for, for what this really does and can mean for folks. Yeah. And I don't know if you want to talk about that's kind of a big picture thing. We're going to run out of time pretty soon, Andrea. But, okay. uh, you know, just why this exists and and talk again. We kind of touched on that at the beginning, but uh, why this is important for people. Definitely. I think even if it seems a little small of just pairing people up and really creating genuine friendships, it really is a way to make a difference in our world, Um, especially when there's so much negativity around. There's so many hard things to watch in the news, but knowing that we do we are able to just foster these genuine, inclusive friendships and really expand out of that and make a more inclusive community for all of Seattle. I think that's a really important thing to focus on right now and something that we should all definitely work towards. Yeah, inclusive in the community. That's, yes. And that's the circle part of this again, exactly, too, right? I yeah. mean, it's, um, there's volunteers, there's the children, there's the parents, there's the staff like you, and then these supporters of people who are listening that say, yeah, I can support that. Definitely. And it, it is a community that, that it makes is. that circle go round and round. Yes, yeah. And we <laughs> and, need everyone involved in it, for sure. <laughs> well, uh, we are just about out of time. So yeah. if we haven't said something that you wanted to really get in, we didn't mention all the programs. That's online. People yeah. can look that up again. But something you want to say twice or something you want people Definitely, to really yeah. learn or, or maybe mention the, the Chopped uh, grill off again. Right. So for Chopped, I do want to tell everyone we have early bird tickets right now and it's a great deal um they last until the fourth of july 
So grab your early bird tickets. Um, it's only $20 for adults. That includes your grilled food, your unlimited sides. We have vegetarian options. And then two tickets to the beer garden and all the entertainment. So it's a great deal for a night out on the town. Now, um, are, are they going to get to eat the grilling that the contestants are grilling or are they eating other food? We have other amazing okay. grillers because who will be pumping out some really good. We have like high quality burgers. We have Jack's Gourmet Sausages. Oh, you got some famous ones. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so we have like some grillers who will just be doing it for the crowd. Yeah, because I didn't um, want to necessarily depend on these amateur right, cooks exactly. who might not, you know, know <laughs> how to. Might get food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we won't say that. No, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, hey, Andrea. Thank you so much for coming thank in this morning you. and spreading the word. So we have been talking today with Andrea Stacy from the Friendship Circle of Washington creating inclusion, friendship, and, I don't know, laughter and hope yeah. throughout our city and the King County. Andrea, thank you so much for coming in today and spending time with me. Uh, a bigger thanks to what uh, all the lives that Friendship Circle is changing here in the King County area. Thank you awesome. so much for being here. And yeah. again, uh, online, fcchopped.com for the grill-off and friendshipcirclewa.org for, to learn more about the Friendship Circle of Washington. It. Thanks so much, Gary. So you nice to talk welcome. with you. If you'd like to hear this interview again, it'll be available on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts within a few days. Just search for Spotlight with Gary Scheip. I am Gary Scheip. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.